today. We're talking to Camille Baxter. Camille is Director of Health Enterprise Marketing at the University of Illinois Hospital and Health Sciences System. And Camille, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Great. Uh, maybe you could start off by sharing with the li listeners a little bit about your, uh, your background. Sure. Um, I have been in communications for over 30 years, uh, mostly in, um, in, in large organizations in financial services, and had spent years also in radio and television. So a pretty solid communications background. And over about the past 10 years, transitioned um, my focus on marketing and communications into the healthcare arena. Um, and Great. that area which I, which I found to be incredibly interesting as marketing is a little bit of a younger um, field in, within healthcare specifically. So I have found it to be a, a very interesting area to be and some place where I feel I'm giving back as well as learning every day. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I know you're going to be giving a talk at ShishMed uh, with the title Squeaky Wheels and Other Approaches to Strategic Service Line Marketing. Yes. And that's a topic that uh, we find very interesting because uh, you are going to be describing uh, not just how to brand a hospital organization, but how to uh, get patients in beds, if that's the uh, goal or whatever the, whatever the goals are for uh, the service line. So um, it, with, with that, I'd like to ask a few questions here. Uh, first one would be that branding the hospital has uh, been and continues to be the most common approach for most health systems. So uh, how do you find that that's changing more recently as it pertains to service line marketing? Well, what I really see is that it's, branding is really the promise. It's the promise we make to our patients and to um, the communities that we serve. And if branding is the promise, service lines are really the way that our patients experience that promise. Um, so branding a hospital is, is as much of an internal change and alignment as recognizing the distinction by our customers and patients. Um, so it's not, it's, I wouldn't say it's changing pertaining to service lines, but really that it's recognizing that the service lines are and have to be an extension of that branding um, because the service line is really where the branding comes alive um, so that every encounter that we have, which, is, which are going to be encountered through your service line, is a branding encounter. And that builds on an association to the patient and the patient's family and the potential patient. You build on that with your, with your logo and your in other visible representations. But it's really living out the experience of that brand so that you're branding through the heart and the mind with the patient through what they experience directly with those service lines. Well, that makes sense and, and actually brings up another question. Uh, how important do you think it is for the C-suite team at a hospital to establish quantifiable, measurable goals for different types of service lines? Very important. And what I've seen is when that doesn't happen, of course, if, if you don't have a goal and you don't have a sense of how you're going to measure it, you don't know what you're getting on the back end. So what I've, I've experienced it both ways um, in the organization that I'm in. Um, where when you don't have those goals, it's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and you don't know what's going to stick and you don't really know why it did in the first place. Um, and so 
what as we've put in more of a, as I've really driven more of a strategic, goal-oriented approach, um, the C-suite knows, has, has driven those expectations based on the business goals, the business goals that they have for the various service lines. Um, and then the marketing plans and the marketing goals are a natural extension of those business goals because the marketing plan should be driven off of a business plan. Um, and then you have, I found the challenge to be much easier in going back to the C-suite on the back end of programs um, because then you, the C -suite, if the C-suite's involved in what those measures and goals were in the first place, um, you're going back and showing where you did or did not meet those measurements and what are the adjustments to that particular plan. So okay, well, you had, you had mentioned uh, in a, a previous answer that uh, service line marketing needs to be an extension of the brand of the mm -hmm. hospital. So uh, could you describe, uh, you know, what you would consider to be maybe some of the more obvious differences between how you approach the, that brand extension strategy and service line marketing differently than how hospitals approach their, you know, broader branding ob objectives? Sure, sure. The broad brand, well, part of it with the, with the overall branding objectives, branding, is, as we all know, is a, is a, it's a long-term goal. So branding and, and, and uh, branding and increasing awareness through branding isn't something you're going to see a list on in a month or two months. Or it's a it requires a long-term sustained effort. Um, and it really is communicating both to your employees, to your physicians, to your patients, um, a message around who you are as an organization. Service line marketing is really it, it's the piece of bringing that to life. But the service line marketing then is, has to be much more measurable, much more tactical, um, so that you, that really is where I've experienced that you're going to see those shorter term changes because they're focused on, you can be very specific and very direct and focus on activities that are going to give you a shorter term result. So your brand marketing creates a promise to your marketing, but your service line marketing delivers on it. Um, and where you're going to look at long-term metrics on brand marketing, you're going to look at changes in behavior um, and driving people to do something different, make a call, go to a website, um, make an appointment with a doctor, um, do some type of activity through your service line marketing. Okay. Uh, does that make sense? Uh, could you perhaps give us a quick example of a specific service line marketing idea or tactic that uh, you're familiar with having been uh, successfully employed by a hospital? Sure. I can give you an example of one of the programs <laughs> excuse me, we've done actually with a number of our service lines in really looking at um, in delving in and looking at the opportunities by service lines. Um, we identified um, programs and looked at each of our, our key service lines and identified um, opportunities for any particular, for those particular service lines in how to best drive results in, in four key areas. Physician awareness, um, internal physician awareness, uh, consumer awareness, and community awareness. And then we're able to, to develop programs that could be targeted against that. So one of the ones that we did in particular, um, and, and I found service line marketing the more that you can have a call to action, 
Um, and of course, some services lend themselves more easily to that and being more uh, consumer marketable. So one of the ones where we've had success is with uh, uterine fibroid embolization. So our program on uh, UFE, um, we were able to do direct appeal to consumers who are experiencing fibroids. And it's, it's very prevalent in the targeted markets we're focused on, African-American and Hispanic population. Um, and through a, we partnered with a local television station in Chicago and did um, a series of two-minute segments and then 30-second commercials. And those two-minute segments provided an overview where we had a patient testimonial because people like, people listen to people. People like to get recommendations from people. And we had um, our physician also talking about um, fibroid embolization and symptoms and giving people another solution that was less invasive, you know, minimally invasive procedure, um, and that directly addressed um, issues that, you know, very targeted to a particular audience, the issues that they had. Um, what we found was um, that particular program, we were able to get direct results through phone calls, web hits, um, which resulted in consults and resulted in um, not only direct patients for our interventional radiology group, but also for other, uh, other services, um, MRIs, other, you know, we were able to uh, realize downstream as well. Uh, that's, that's great, and I, I, I would assume that y y there was a specific target for number of procedures that, uh, for the UFE initiative uh, that you had, uh, that you were trying to achieve? We were actually, this was on, on this particular program, um, because we just started down this path, we were, and, and this was a new, um, a new venture with this, using this method. Um, we really wanted to get a sense of, we had gotten some numbers from the television station on what projected what they'd seen with other services. Um, okay. And we've done other, other um, sessions and talks on UFE, and we know that when we targeted that correct audience, African-American and Hispanic females, we've gotten a large response, but we didn't have an exact number. We were still, we were trying to determine what we would get from that. All right. Well, what types of metrics should be used to measure service line marketing success, and uh, how should the uh, uh, CMO or the other marketing director present these metrics uh, to their uh, C-suite uh, superiors? Um, on service line marketing, um, we try to look for short-term, immediate metrics, um, things that, that because it's it, things that we can directly measure that marketing can um, identify as a result of that marketing, which usually in our case has been um, web visits because we use the marketing to drive people to do something, um, either through our website or a call center. So calls to, um, to our call center, and the, when you have a specific number that's used for a campaign or used for um, marketing, then of course you can also more directly measure that the responses that you're getting were, were likely driven by were, were driven by that particular campaign, um, and then looking at um, the the downstream the activities from there. How many appointment requests either through a website if you have that capability, online appointment requests. How many uh, how many online appointment requests were made? How many actually converted 
into appointments, um, and then what was the result of that appointment? Um, did, did that result in a consult? Did it result in a surgery? And one of the things that we found to be very important is service line marketing should be a partnership between marketing and that service line. Because there are certain things that marketing can measure directly. We can pull the number of hits to our web pages. We can pull the numbers of calls. But what we can't directly tell without partnering with that service line is how many people came in for a new appointment, how many, and what did those result in. That takes, I mean, we can pull through, that takes a lot more work without having CRM. Um, that takes a lot more work for us to pull that information. So having that partnership and that agreement with that service line on what's going to be measured and how marketing and the service line are taking roles in that um, allows you to have better metrics and then to bring that back to, um, so that the CMO can bring that back to um, the C-suite to really prove the, the return on the investment. Because then you can look at what the average uh, patient and what those particular outcomes were worth. Camille, um, what is the one biggest takeaway in wrapping this up? What is the one biggest takeaway from your talk that um, yeah, at Shishmid that attendees should expect? I think the, the biggest takeaway is that um, service line marketing is different. It's, a, it's an extension of the brand and it has to be embedded in the brand because otherwise um, it's not going to be consistent with the overall messaging. And I think that partnership between um, the marketing organization and the service line so that there's an agreement up front on what the goals and the measures and the outcomes are, and an agreement on how to approach those um, as, a, as a partnership. Well, thank you very much. This has uh, been a great conversation.